go. Game time. Get get hyped up. Get ready. Yes, sir. See, yes, sir. I see you, boy. Look, I'm I'm standing up today, so you know I'm trying to I'm trying to represent today. I, I'm fidgety. I'm standing. You look uh, good. Look good as always. <laughs> Great Sunday, man. Shoot, I, I that's how we do it. I appreciate you, brother. I appreciate you, brother. Another day, yeah. another chance to get out here and do what it is that we do. Um, welcome to the. Uh, oh, damn! I almost said the lab because I saw a Tall Boy there. But welcome to Team No Sleep, yeah, yeah. that dog. T- yeah. You know. We in the lab, though. That's all good. We in the lab, you know. (laughs) Hey, as little as I slept this past couple of nights trying to get everything right, trying to get the standing desk set up, trying to get everything dialed in properly, uh, I I feel like uh, I don't know where I'm at. Uh, Shouts out to to my boy Tallboy. I see him in the building. We see you, boy. I know you busy. Uh, He's actually preparing for a show that he's doing. He's going to have uh, Miss Shirley Murdoch. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's producing a show on, on... uh, Priscilla Watley's Facebook page coming up. I believe it's Tuesday, and uh, they'll be oh. talking with Miss Shirley Murdoch. So check that out. Man, uh, shout out, yeah, man, shout out, yeah. Tom. Good guy. Congratulations, my man. Keely Humphreys is in the building. I got, I got to stand up straight. She, she, uh, uh, <laughs> ready to get verklempt. Look, <laughs> I was chatting with her last night, late last uh-huh. night. Oh my gosh! Uh, but we were talking, and she was saying something, and then I responded back with, uh, I forgot what I said uh, in particular. But she dropped this long syllable word on me. And I was like, what in the world? Did I do something wrong? <laughs> and then I, I looked it up and I, you know, I was, I was definitely humbled by the, by the statement. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Thank yeah. you. Definitely. She threw that buzzword. That's she, all good. She hey, threw that buzzword. I, I had to, I had to Google that right quick and be like, Oh, did she, what did she just say about me? No. <laughs> all good, man. Brother, uh, we got a lot of things going on. Again, the, the the social impact of sports. We're not just talking about the scores. We're not just talking about the things that you read front page ESPN. We're talking about the stuff behind the scenes. So where you want to start today, brother? I know we got a, a plethora of things on the agenda mm-hmm. today, but uh, I tell you what, I know where I want to start. I'm, I'm going to start with this one in particular because it, it involves the man who is named, who my daughter is named after. Uh, Michael Jordan is, is going to present the late great Kobe Bryant into the Hall of Fame. Uh, when is that? On on May fifteenth. My yes. my daughter is named Jordan. I think I've told you this story, right? Yeah. I, I named her after my daughter's named Jordan too. I, my daughter's named Jordan. Is that too. Right? a little different? Yeah, yeah. So we, <laughs> my youngest is named Jordan as well. So absolutely, that's cool. Um, I, I na- named her after the greatest of all time. So uh, it was if it was a boy or a girl that first. Charles yeah. is going to be named Jordan. So, uh, uh, talk to me about this, man. Uh, it's it's I, it's bittersweet. It's it's bittersweet. Uh, we we yeah. miss Kobe. Uh, God, yeah, we miss Kobe. Uh, but yeah, and the fact I live in I live in Southern California, so we really you know Kobe's like Kobe is it. You know mm-hmm. he's he's the epitome of everything you want in an athlete, everything you want in a championship organization, everything you want to represent a championship organization as far as basketball and outside of basketball, man, he was just going into be income a great, uh, a philanthropist, uh, in movies, entertainer, really giving back to the community, um, investing in his daughter, showing, showing us how to, you know, showing us live on TV, how to interact with our daughters and, and, and help them grow just man, an overall, overall idol in our community, man, in the black community overall, and just really in particular in LA, um, it's, it's like you said, real bittersweet, man. I'm, I'm really proud of, of, of his family, Vanessa and his daughter just got accepted in the USC, his oldest yes, daughter. Yes. Uh, um, Vanessa's holding it down as she should for, for the rest of their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, you know, that just whole situation, man, it, 
it, that's the one that gets you on the throat. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know, him him and Nipsey, him and Nipsey, I mean, you know, as a recent, those guys, man, they really get you on the throat. You know, DMX and all that, and, and Black Roberts too, all rest in peace. Yeah. Those guys get you on the throat, but I mean, just Kobe, man, just embodied, you know, I guess uh, um, what we want. Man, that Mamba mentality is something that's just contagious in, in that competitive nature. We just love we love him for it, man. I wish, uh, you definitely. know, I wish all the best, man. And I'm glad Michael Jordan, the greatest of all time, is going to honor him by presenting him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and, you know, it just makes sense. It just makes sense, yeah. right, because they, they, they fed off of each other. They learned from each other. They studied each other. Right. Mm-hmm. Kobe came in, says, you know, I'm trying to be like Mike. But then after he said that, he said, you know what, I'm trying to be me and I'm going to be the one. And, you know, they, yeah. they, were, they were just that ultimate personification of what just never stop and, and go to yeah. and, and win. So that's going to be an emotional experience uh, for everyone. Uh, you know, we're going to get the crying meme from Jordan. That That is what we get from him. You know, but, but <laughs> bless him for that. Um <laughs> But it, it's uh, I don't know who else is going in into the hall. This just particular year. I, there's a list of there's a list of Kobe was obviously the top of the list yeah. um, that everybody's that that I paid attention to mostly, rightfully so should be in there, no doubt about it. Uh, just man, I, I it's just that's just the whole that whole thing is just like you said, man. It's bittersweet. I mean, I don't you know you kind of like man. I don't. It's almost he's one of those situations. I wish I just wish he was still here. Don't want to believe that he's now, gone. And did you get a chance to see him play? I got a chance to see him play. I actually almost got a chance to meet him. He, wow. And it's crazy. I, I got in the back of the – I was in uh, – a friend of mine, Lance, um, and Jesse Jesse Buss, mm-hmm. who works for the, the Lakers organization, um, I know both of them pretty good. Uh, we got – me, my wife, and my kids actually got to go down and uh, to the locker room down in the lobby of the of the Staples Center, which people don't know. It's like a it's – a, it's, a it's kind of like a restaurant bar down there where the players kind of hang out afterwards. So we were hanging out out there. We met Penny Marshall when she was alive. We met her soul in peace. Okay. We met a couple. We met a couple other stars. Oh, you old school. Met, what you know about Penny yeah, Marshall? Man, yeah, Laverne man, and Shirley. We, we, yeah, Laverne <laughs> and Shirley, man. And we got the chance to meet. Uh, we got a chance to meet uh, Gasol. My brother-in-law was there. We got to meet Paul Gasol. We met Lamar Odom. Kobe, for some reason, I don't know. I forgot. I think they lost the game. He was so upset he didn't want to come out. Okay. He didn't want to come out. So um, I didn't get a chance to meet him. At least I was in the same era and got a chance to watch him. But I never really got a chance to meet him one on one. I wish I would have got to. But man, I mean. I've seen so much footage on the man. Yeah. Uh, and we watched him grow. I mean, we watched him come in the league when he was, what, 18, 17, 18 years old. Yep. yep. And he, we watched him grow all the way to mature to this man. I think my fondest memory of him, and it's the last one on the on the court, man, when he played against, when he hit that 60 against Utah. <laughs> you know, yes. man, that, I mean, he just kept shooting, man. And that's the way to go out. His very last game, yeah. he went out, he went out like a champ. Yeah. Like, a, 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 you know, like, Everybody wants to go out that way. If I'm going out of my lab, my last day at work, I want to be able to make the biggest, baddest presentation I ever made in my life where everybody stands up and gives me a standing ovation. <laughs> that brother went out with a standing ovation doing That's his true. thing. So That's true. You know, he it's good. It's good, man. He's a good dude. I mean, from what I understand, he was a really, really good dude. Yeah. Um, rest, rest his soul. Rest everyone's soul who was on that helicopter, uh, a tragic yes. event. But uh, he's definitely going to get these flowers by getting put in the Hall of Fame first go-round and – rightfully deserved. So I'm going to be tuning into it because I think they're going to, I'm sure they're going to do something special for Kobe yep. just because it, it is him. And then the fact that we got Michael talking. So that's, that's, uh, that's going to be a special event. Let's stick with yeah. basketball. Right. brother. Oh, what you got? Go well, ahead. Well, 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 before you change that, yeah. how do you feel about them changing the logo? You know, there's always been buzz about changing the logo to Kobe over, over uh, Jerry, West. Jerry West, you know, before, before it was, you know, they were saying Michael, but then the Michael, that kind yeah. of dispelled. And then they've always said maybe possibly Kobe being the new logo. 
What what do you think about that? You think that is something they should entertain or look? We've got a the lot NBA of doesn't need a rebrand. No, look, we got a lot of conversations right now, specifically around uh, trying to do right by oppressed people. Mm-hmm. Outside, not just sports, right? We got we got conversations yeah, yeah. about reparations right now. So, right, I mean that's a, that's that's crazy, right? So yeah. that's a great thing that's happening. So, and the reason I say that and I bring that up is I don't put it past the fact that someone needs to have that conversation. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't I don't put it past Adam Silver, who is a great spokesman for the league, right? He he seems to really listen to the players, listens to mm-hmm. the folks that, that matter, the fans, the players, and things of that nature, and really tries to model the way that the NBA is going. So, I mean, long story short, it would only be Kobe. There wouldn't be anyone else at this particular yeah. point, right? If, if we, God forbid, if we had lost Michael, and I mean, then that would have probably happened. But, yeah, yeah. Um, there, there is more of a positive memory and more of a positive reaction to Kobe Bryant and I think anyone else who is no longer with us who could who could fill that void and, and probably be the new logo. But you don't you don't know, right? You don't know. Yeah. Um, not sure if that would really do anything, right? Do do we really need the logo change? I think it should be more of an anniversary thing. I like the logo the way it is, and it's been a tradition. It's been something that's there. But I do believe they can change it for certain things, you know, uh, you know, to 24th anniversary or five-year anniversary death of Kobe. Maybe now, they put the so logo check this. or something like now, that. Now, I like what MLB does on Jackie Robinson Day. Everyone wears 42. Yeah, I, I exactly. Could see, I could see everyone wearing an 8 and a 24. Now, that would be cool. Right, I, well, they I, did I it in the see, All-Star game. They do it, yeah, yeah, they do it in the All-Star game, but I would like to, I would like to do it right. in, a, like you said, a game, a, a yeah. big-time game or the – or season or something like that. Or maybe at least everyone on the Lakers wear yeah. 824, however they yeah. want to do it. But I do believe, I hope they continue to honor him, honor his legacy and what he did for the game, how he helped transcend the game in his own way. Yeah. And like, and to me, I will always be Michael's number one, Kobe's number two. I know LeBron fans <laughs> say what they want. And you know, I'm, 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 I'm Michael one, Kobe two. That's it. LeBron falls in that thrust. That that number three. That number three. We can have a whole another show talking about the Mount Rushmore, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, of, of sports <laughs> and, and, and NBA. But uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll hold that off until until next time. But uh, absolutely. Uh, still, like I was saying, still staying in in in, in basketball. This dude, mm-hmm. Stephen Curry. I'm not sure if you've <laughs> if you've met him, but Steph Curry is showing his tail. And he is hitting. Y'all must have forgot. Y'all must have forgot. Y'all must have forgot. <laughs> he not he not hitting hey. three pointers. He hitting four five pointers because he'll shoot, you know, right right from the backcourt. Steph hey. Curry is doing some things, and as you said, Steph he is, is trying is to making make it. his. Hey, he's making his name for MVP of the league. And I know the the team record may not indicate it, but what he is doing is unbelievable on the court. And anybody's got a chance to watch him, I know a lot of people watched him yesterday. Dude yeah. is killing it. He's just straight killing it. Yeah, uh, he's, I mean, he's in. He's in, and we'll use the the Michael Jordan analogy. He's in rare air, right? Uh, yeah. it, <laughs> Thirty points or more in the last ten straight games. That's yep. that's uh, someone needs to stand up and talk about that. And oh man, the the dude is on, the dude is on another level right now. The way he's shooting the ball. Um, but I'm gonna take it even further than that. Yeah. I'm gonna ask you a question, a good yeah. question. Oh man, oh you you who, flipping the script on me today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm who, not even ready. Well, in the last one, so what? Steph's been in the league for like last ten years, ten or twelve years. Yeah, twelve years. So since Steph has been in the league between him and LeBron, who has transcended the game more in styles of play and influence on our and influence on the youth? 
No, it, it's LeBron. I, I, you, you can't really. You can't doubt that. Yes, it, it, it is. Oh, LeBron. I can. We, we can, we can discuss. And the reason no. we can change. Go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 no go ahead. I'm gonna let you go. You, no, you no. brought it up. I'm, yeah, I, I'm I think, I think Steph is transcending the game because Steph has made the three relevant from all the way from the NBA. I mean, super relevant. Like we rather take a three than shoot a dunk. Mm-hmm. Steph has made the, the game transcended from not only there to college to high school to where hey. Steph Curry, I'm shooting for the three. Nobody's screaming LeBron when they're on the basketball court running down the court when raining the three. Now, LeBron has had an impact because they've labeled him the king and what he's done and the championships and everything he's done and what's that. But the impact on the game, I believe Steph has had more of an impact the way, the way his style is playing influence more people down going down. Wow. I So I I hear you, hear your argument. I understand that. Uh-huh. But, you know, and I know there was even conversation of maybe pushing the three-point line back. Because Steph was just firing them off like, yeah, just, not because of LeBron, <laughs> yeah, because it was nothing, right? But I, I guess so. The reason that I say Le- LeBron, it's 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 almost the not just an athlete kind of moniker, right? So just okay, because because yeah. LeBron is definitely more more vocal when it comes to issues plus around not not necessarily even around the game, but just mm-hmm. from a societal perspective. Yeah. Yes, but but I let me let me pay attention to your question because your question was really specifically focused on the game. Uh, yeah, and they're both they're they're both knocking down all the uh, past records. They're they're both dominating at their positions. They mm-hmm. both have uh, championships with with their team with their respective teams. Correct. I don't know, man. I I still think that. Um, LeBron comes in. He's he's just got a different air about him when when he hits the floor, right? He he goes through the ritual with the chalk in the air. I, mm-hmm. I I know Steph has his his horse that he plays around the around the rim, and and that's just knocking down shots like it's nobody's business every, before every game. And he does his his little hand eye coordination with the ball. But uh-huh. man, I, I I still got to say that LeBron James has been more of a of a outwardly visible spokesperson for the game itself. Now, a, a, a true just can, can run the court and do all kinds of, can do literally everything. I, I do believe, yeah, that is Steph. LeBron is, is kind of in a pigeonhole, right? He can, he can do, he can, he can run you over like a freight train. He can, mm-hmm. uh, he can do, he, he can do a lot of crying too, right? He, yeah. he he's not, <laughs> he's, he's not the greatest <laughs> at defense, but um I don't know, man. I, I still got to say it's a it's a it's a one and two, and I don't even know if it's it's really that close. To think. I, I I would give you an edge because I believe LeBron is the greatest athlete to ever play mm-hmm. on basketball. Mm-hmm. Not the greatest basketball player, but he's the greatest athlete to yeah, ever play basketball. Yeah, yeah, he is. You will not find another man that is as tall as he is, as fast as he is, can jump as far as he is, can do the things that he can do. Yeah. I believe he's probably the greatest athlete to ever play football. But I think on impacting the game and influencing the youth and the way it's going down, I think Steph has had a much bigger influence on the game the way the kids are playing the game nowadays than LeBron has. LeBron still has that old school flavor. You know, he'll still take you down to the hole, he cross you yeah. over, and he'll dunk. Yeah. Kids don't even dunk. They ain't worried about dunking no more. They want to hit them threes. They want to put them threes on, and I mean, which is crazy because because you wanted it two years ago, right? You wanted it to be Zion, right? <laughs> Zion was supposed to be kind of the next coming. And yeah, then he yeah, got yeah. hurt, and and now he, he's still dominant, but he's dominant but down in the paint. I, I see shot. him running it's the just, point, right? I, I yeah, mean, yeah, that, that's yeah. a big fellow running the point, but yeah, yeah. I still keep thinking about Steph's first shoes, though. <laughs> His shoes didn't. 
Yeah, well, those were no hit. Yeah, yeah, you right there. Yeah, he, he, he loses yeah, a point yeah, yeah. on them shoes. Yeah. Uh, that, they, they didn't work. Uh, oh, but are we going? Are we, are we going to start deducting points? LeBron's hair. We're going to have to cut. We're going to chop LeBron's. That fade he got. That fade he got. Yeah, no, yeah, he needed to go all. He needed to go all the way. He do have. He do have that Deacon Jones look. He do have that Deacon Jones look. But but to your point though, outside the game, LeBron is the, the goat. Yeah, um, I think about beyond all, he's doing so much outside the game. Mm-hmm. To transcend himself into not only a businessman, uh, a person of the community, starting schools, yeah. paying kids tuition, and, and the huge. whole nine. Right, that's you. And, and I'm sure, and I'm sure and, other and, players and, do and it. And look, I'm 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 not yeah. a Le- LeBron James. Look, I I don't have any gear. I'm I'm not trying to, yeah, yeah. His, but I'm just saying. No, but I hear you. I hear you though. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and it was funny. It was funny because uh, me and my son went to the championship game, the Warriors number game two. Yeah. Uh, at Golden State, me and my son happened to be sitting sitting some pretty good seats. We got. And then uh, in front of us were teachers that LeBron flew in for the game. Wow. He had flew, he flew some teachers from Akron to come to the game. And they were talking about it. And they were just like, this is before he had a school. She was like, I don't think you guys understand. Every kid that graduates from our elementary school, if they decide to pursue college, he pays for it. And I was like, are you serious? She was like, yes. He flew all this whole row of teachers there, out there, to the game. I was bugging out. I was like, man, that's crazy. That he would, that, you know, athletes nowadays don't do that. Fly your teachers. You may fly your friends, your homeboys, your your partners, your relatives. He flew the teachers from that elementary school to the game. That's so LeBron good. is that that that's cool, man. I mean, I think outside the game, the dude is. I, I would love to just meet with him and chat with him, just man, see everything he's going on. Being that, I want to be in the barbershop, in the little barbershop that they <laughs> have on the show. I, I want to be in the barbershop. And no, chopping it up with him. Okay, look, let's let, let's get focused right now because that's yeah, really yeah, yeah. something that I've been trying to do for a long time. Really, just just have kind of that that convergence of of, of men talking about real topics, right? Mm-hmm. I, I used to do this when I was in college, right? We I, we would have um, a circle of folks, and we would we would open up the Bible, we would open up the Quran, we would open up mm-hmm. every spiritual book, and we would just sit around and debate and talk and just didn't always have to go to the club, right? We, we would just yeah. sit around in the living room yeah. and, and talk about things like that. We, it get <clears throat> heated sometimes, but uh, we, we'd leave and everyone would hug and it would be all love. Those yeah. are the conversations that, that are missing, right? And, and that's really one of the reasons that I'm really happy about what we're doing here. Because, again, we're, we're, we're going so much deeper than just talking about scores and, 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 mm. and shoe deals and, you know, things like that. We're, we're talking about why it's relevant. The, the social yeah. impact of sports. So I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. And don't be surprised yeah. if we, if I don't make some overlays and create a new show and we, and we start, <laughs> and we start talking about some things like that. Uh, All right, we, hey, put the current topics on and let's, let's get busy with what's going on. That's, that's, what, true. that's what I'm saying in the world. But I mean, you know, and I know, and I know, um, and I don't want to shame any other athletes. I'm sorry. I know LeBron does this thing and his is more public. I know Curry does this thing. I know all the other athletes do their right. own um, personal thing as far as what they're giving back to the community and everything. But I mean, man, I just, I mean, Michael was the guy, and LeBron, outside of basketball, has definitely passed Michael because of all the things he does outside for the community, yeah. the things he's involved with, at least that we know about. I don't know if Michael's mm-hmm. all involved. Michael kind of keeps us on a hush-hush. Yeah. He's not in the public eye with his. Yeah. But LeBron stuff that's in the public eye, man, you can't do nothing but get that man. Kudos, man. And it's a different, well, it's a, it's a different time. It's a different game right yeah. now, too. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at these comments coming in. Tall boy, talk to us, brother. You, you sending some things that I'm not sure I, are. I think relevant. That's, the, that's the list. 
That's the list that's on the Hall of Fame. He sent him the, the names. Oh, all, okay, all, okay all brother. The Hall of Fame. Now, you, you can't just you can't just assume that I know what you're talking about. I'm not going to just put you on the screen with, with with these kinds of things. So let let's go ahead and talk about this. So Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett. That's a bad man too. KG. I, I love Kevin. Garnett. I love KG. <laughs> You know, uh, Duncan, Mr. Fundamental. Yep. Yep. Tamika Catchings, Reddy Tramsvanovich, Eddie Sutton, all great, you know, two great coaches, a great WNBA player. Okay. Okay. All right. FIBA. FIBA International basketball. International basketball. Yeah. Oh, this is a great stat right here. Longtime Baylor women's coach, Kim Mulkey, a thousand game winner. Barbara Stevens of, of Bentley. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And all those people rightfully so deserve to be in there, man. No, Wilt. Oh, I thought Wilt was already in. Wilt's, uh, yeah, Wilt should be in. Come on. Now, we, we need to do some research on that. I would have sworn. Why is Wilt Chamberlain not in the Hall of Fame? Hold, hold up. Wait a minute. Yeah, Wilt, Wilt should be in the Hall of Fame. If he's, if he's not, he better he better be going. <laughs> we got, we got some things to talk about if he's not. Hall of Fame induction, 1979. Yeah, he's in. Yeah, yeah he, he went in in 1979. So yeah, we'll we'll got to be. He should have been in the, in the Hall of Fame before he retired. Yeah, they should have gave his roses big time. But uh, no, man, I'm I'm proud of all those people. Man, congratulations to, for them accomplishing all the, the the goals that they did, and the um and you know all the barriers. Some of them broke. Yeah. Um. Much kudos, man. I'm you know, NBA. NBA is doing it, man. They doing they doing some good things. They doing some good things. Uh, Basketball is doing some good things for everybody. That's true. That's true. Let me let me um. Uh, pivot a little bit and I, I want to, so we're talking about sports doing good things and mm-hmm. kinda, I kind of want to put, actually put hard breaks on the, on the conversation and get, get, get focused on some things here. A uh, lot, a lot of tragedies still happen in society. A uh, lot of things yeah. going on. We losing a lot of people. We, um, in this advent of having mobile cameras and this advent of having uh, technology around with us all the time, unfortunately we, we knew it was happening, but what's, what's happening now is the common person, the regular citizen, we're seeing it, right? So we're, yep. we're seeing the aftermath of, of a lot of these things. And uh, I'm not just going to pick one because there's too many, uh, but yep. specifically the, uh, the Dante Wright situation in, in Minnesota, which is, is just sad for everyone involved. They, um, uh, 20 year old. I'm sure everyone knows this story. The police officer, he pulled him over a traffic stop. Uh, it got, it got into some, some agitation amongst both sides. Police officer, she pulled out her gun when she thought she, when she said she gra- uh, meant to grab her taser and unfortunately shot and killed the young man. Sports is seeing. So let me stop. So again, rest, rest in peace and, 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 and much, much respect to, the families that are involved, may, may they find some solace, may they, may they get what, what they need to, to continue to move on and never forget. But sports is seeing a lot of these situations and, 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 they're, and, they're, and they're making adjustments for it. They're knowing when to continue on with the game. They're knowing when not to continue on with the game, right? They're, they're understanding mm-hmm. that there are more relevant things that are going on in the world. And you had sent me the, the story and said, you know, about MLB – and the National Basketball Association stopping yep. the games in Minnesota. Yep. yep. I did some more research, and you know what? It was all of them. The Timberwolves, so basketball, mm-hmm. baseball, the Twins, the Minnesota Wild, the hockey team. Okay, yep. Minnesota United FC, their soccer team. They all said, you know what? 
we're not playing. We're not, we're yeah. not playing. We, yeah, there, there's a lot of agitation. There's a lot of things going on around us. So th- now's not the time to be focused and playing a game. Let's let's try to do something to, to, to heal. Yeah, at that time, at that time, sports is secondary to everything that's going on in that community. With this young man being being um, killed uh, by the police officer, I think, and I think athletes are recognizing. I think one of the athletes, I'm not quite sure if he was on the Timberwolves or not. I just heard a quote. The one athlete said. That could have been me. I'm I'm 20 mm. years old. Mm. I'm 20 years old. That could have been me. Me driving my, that car and that officer pulling me over. Yeah. Um. So it's starting to hit home and resonate with with those people that participate in the sports and outside of sports as well. Um. And it, at this point, things like that are bigger than sports. Yeah. You know, especially in that community. I mean, you know, they they're still dealing with the you know with the Floyd situation and the trial. They're dealing with that, and yeah. all of a sudden, this happens again. This happens. Um, you know, they're they're like one's enough is enough, you know. And what what can we do about this? How can they do about it? And I'm happy that the owners support that move. You know, yes. not just the teams are saying we're not going to play. That's the owners huge. are supporting. That, yeah. The owners, yeah, the owners are supporting that. Like, absolutely, let's postpone the games. Um, let's you know do them at another time because this is not the right thing to do in our community right now. We need to mourn the loss of this young man and get to the get to the the roots of the cause and find justice in this whole situation. I commend all of them that's doing that. I had the pleasure of visiting Minnesota this summer. It's it's a beautiful place, man. I it mean, is. Uh, it is. I've been it's, it's not, it's, it, Yeah, it's not what did you expect? I mean, you know, coming coming from California, you would think, ah, Minnesota. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to expect out there. But St. Paul's and Minneapolis are, are beautiful places, and yeah. it's very it's a very affluent community with a lot of different races. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. for these incidents to kind of happen, man, I can see. Why these people are, are united together and going, are united together and protesting and trying to figure out and try to right this wrong? Obviously, uh, it's amazing. Also, that like places like Seattle have sparked up again. Places yep. like Oakland have sparked up marches again. Yep, yep. So has pl- places like uh, I believe Portland has sparked up again as well. So the, the the greater Northwest of 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 the states are rallying behind this situation, trying to make sure you know we get social justice. You know we get justice for. The wrong for killing of these people. So I'm 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 proud that sports is kind of also being a part of that because they are they're part of the community. So now it's time for them to kind of start to do what's right and see what's going on as yeah. well. So and I think it, it speaks volumes to the youth, right? Because yes, we're we're parents. Yeah, and look, everyone who's got kids know that half of the time when you talk to your kids, it goes in one ear, it goes out the other, or it it gets lost in translation. But mm-hmm. they are watching and they are listening to these folks that they look up to who are either recording artists, entertainers, sports figures, mm-hmm. and things like that. So when, when when those folks, right, that they look up to, that they're wearing they're wearing the jerseys of, of the LeBron Jameses and the whomever, right? And when mm-hmm. those folks stop and say, you know what, there's something bigger than playing this game, but what we need to do is rally around each other and, and strive and work for peace and work for some type of um, – healing and understanding and mm-hmm. and correction within the system yeah. such that this type of thing please stops happening because I, I'm, I'm look man I'm, I'm really getting tired we, we can go down a whole another 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 lane but I, I, don't, yeah. I don't want to I'm going to keep focused here but I'm really getting tired of, of turning on the news I turn on the news just to find out what the weather is going to be tomorrow but I am really getting tired of seeing folks anybody I, not not just black folks but Particularly black folks, but I, but I'm just tired of seeing anybody that gets uh, 
Indonesia types of situations. Uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's just I, it's I, no good. It's just no good. I, I, I think we share the same sentiment as far as being. T- I'm even tired of being tired of, of seeing it. Um, that's, there's a that's a I'm, lyric uh, in, yeah. in, in one of these new new, new rap, rap kids. <laughs> no, I don't know I'm tired of being tired. <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm tired of being tired, man. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, I mean, truly, man. I mean, anybody that's losing their life, uh, um, unfortunately, in these kind of situations, is just. Man, is is it's it, it hits a core in our soul, it hits it hits empathy in our heart, and it it hits it, it mounts fury in my mind. Yeah. I get angry, especially like you said when it comes to you know African Americans dying because me and you both and we all have young African American sons. Yeah, we have a young young African American women that could be in that same situation, mm-hmm. and these scenarios we can we can see these situations they could happen right. and possibly happen to us or to our family members. So. It hits. It resonates really, you know, a little bit different. But I don't want to see anyone die. Yeah. I don't want to see anyone assaulted wrongfully. There's the, all that stuff, man. I mean, there's definitely we have an issue in this country that needs to be addressed with violence, um, and it hasn't been addressed. You know, it's been masked, and when I mean masked, has been covered up. It's been pushed to the side. It's been pushed under something. It hasn't been straight on addressed, and we need to start to address these kind of issues that are going on. Um, this young man, you know, Dante, I just feel bad for his, I, I was seeing his aunt had that press conference and the anger, you know, the anger and the madness and the sadness in, in her heart when she was preaching that, you know, she felt he was murdered, mm-hmm. you know, wrongfully murdered. And, and, and I'm not judge or jury, but I, I see where she's saying that. I, I under, I completely understand. I feel the same way. I'll put it on record. I feel the same way. I think the young man was murdered. I think that officer had a plenty of time to make adjustments. She had her hand out for at least several seconds. I saw with the gun pointed. I have peripheral vision. A taser gun is yellow. That gun is brown. I can tell the difference between both yeah. of them. And let's be honest with you, from what I understand from the history, he was he he had a warrant, but he had a minor, it was a misdemeanor warrant. So he had no reason to get out the car if a misdemeanor warrant, you let him go. That means he was failure to appear pie for a traffic ticket mm-hmm. or something small. So it was, it's pretty irrelevant. And no matter what it was, he didn't deserve to lose his life. Yeah. No matter like, what nobody it was, does. nobody. Okay, does. yeah, no one does. Yeah. He doesn't deserve his lose his life, his life over that. Um, if he was trying to get back in the car and run, let him go ahead and go, catch him where he was going to be, stripe him, chase him, do whatever y'all going to do, like y'all doing on on the TV shows, and catch mm-hmm. him, arrest him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, it, and it goes to show you that it's something really bigger in Minnesota because I also saw a tube about an older, older Caucasian gentleman that had the officer's arm in the car drove drove away in Minnesota. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, there's, 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 he's, and he wasn't shot. They put, they detained him. He, he, physically, he was hitting the officer with a hammer, and he took off with the officer's arm in his car, in Minnesota. So this is the same community dealing with the same thing. You shoot one person on a misdemeanor pullover, and you let some man take you out, take off another, take off with the officer assaulting him, and you do nothing, and you pull him over, you you arrest him with no, with no, with, with no deaths or anything like that. So, or it's just man, is it's mind boggling. I don't understand. I can't. And I'm sorry we're going off on a tangent, but I can't understand why a person doesn't like me just because of the color of my skin. My pigmentation is darker than yours. Why you can't judge me on the character of my of my content or who I am? Mm-hmm. It's just it's, it's frustrating, man. It's really frustrating because it's hard for me to understand why you don't like me. Yeah. Why is it the point that you so, you feel so threatened that you gonna, you want to kill me? That just doesn't. That just man, it's it's hard for me to digest. It really mm-hmm. is because I don't feel the same. And the reason is because I don't feel the same way. Right. I can see a person walking down the street, the opposite color of me. Hey, how you doing? 
What's up? Keep yeah. it moving. Yeah, keep it moving. <laughs> I, it doesn't even rent to my mind that I hate you. I don't even that doesn't even come cross my mind, or I don't I dislike you in any way. It just it doesn't cross my mind. So I'm not quite sure what that is, where that all resonates from, man. And it's real frustrating. But I, I'm 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 glad that the, you know the sports are supporting the, the cause. Yeah, and they're fighting the fight along with with with, with, with all those common folks down here. <laughs> I love it. You know, what I, 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 I I think we are doing, and I, and I no, I know we are. Uh, mm-hmm. To I know we are doing the the right work right by just voicing this and having these conversations because else it would get pent up it would cause folks ulcers it would cause folks stress it would cause folks anxiety and just having a forum to, to have these conversations i think is, is yeah. healing for everyone that's involved directly and or indirectly right because because it, it touches us in a certain way and i know it touches other folks and you know they Folks can either chime in on, on in the comments here by themselves and be anonymous and, and don't have to worry about it. But again, be, being able to express how they feel. And I think, again, that is a bit of a release. And so so I'm proud that, that at least we're providing context and, and, and a forum, a non-judgmental, non-judgmental forum for folks to have these types of conversations. So so I feel you, man, and, and I'm glad we're, we're, we're talking about this. It's not a tangent, brother. This is this is no. healing. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is healing and let's keep no, doing no, it. Let's I, keep yeah, doing. yeah, yeah, I, absolutely, absolutely. But man, yeah, everybody, please, you know, express how you feel about the situation yeah, because yeah. pinning it in is not going to do you any good. I think letting it out, yeah. um, and you know, and everything doesn't have to be let out on social media. Then, man, you can let it out in a room or something like that if you don't want to be judged. But, uh, but definitely let it on out. Yeah, let, let that frustration out. All right, let, let's 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 pause. Let's take a breath. I wish I had some some music that wasn't copyrighted so I could uh, play it and not get a YouTube strike. But uh. man, rest in peace to my man Black Rob, man. Oh, my oh Black God. Rob and DMX, we, oh, man. We, oh, DMX, we losing everybody. Yeah, we losing yeah, all, yeah, all these legends. Oh, gee, man, good lord, man. Man, I was listening to Twenty Four Hours to Live, man, by on Mace's album when yeah. they both appeared on it. I was just like, man, man, we lost two legends in the game. Uh, I went back. I, I went back and watched the entire verses between him and Snoop uh, when when we lost, not, even before when when he was still in yeah. hospital. I went I went back and watched that whole that whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I was laughing Incredible. more at it because DMX was you you, you know he put on a little extra couple extra pounds yeah. there, so I, I was <laughs> yeah, more yeah. more laughing at it. Yeah, than he was yeah, just yeah. sitting down when when Snoop was performing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he just sipped a couple. Of, he didn't had a couple of beers. You can tell he got that little beer belly, the beer the beer thing going on, but. You know, you know what's crazy. I was just talking to my wife the other day. Um, what was amazing about DMX is he never had a hype man or dancers behind him. Mm-mm. He come, he performed by himself. It was just himself, just himself on a on a stage himself and a DJ in the background, rocking the crowd. Yep, he didn't need you know no flavor flavor. Flavor. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think people realize how hard that would be to go in night after night in yeah. front of twenty five thousand people. And you got them rocking by yourself. Yeah. No other extra entertainment. <laughs> no stopping. I'm going. Everything is just me. And I was like, that that guy, that guy's energy has to be amazing. His aura around him must be amazing to be around him because that is a that's impressive alone by itself. I've I've never seen other, not too many artists could do that. I know that for a fact. I was just getting ready to say the, the only other artist that I think who's who's doing that and and Young Cat who's doing it. I don't know if my son Isaiah's watching. He's probably playing games right now. But uh, J Cole, that's that's yeah, my Jake, that's my yeah. son's favorite artist right now. And Cole, mm-hmm. I've been to uh, one of his shows, and he can do the same thing. He's got his DJ, yeah. and he's out there rocking the crowd. But it would Jay Z is now too big. 
to yeah, be yeah, yeah. just by himself. He's got he's got yeah. pyrotechnics. He's got all he's got all this other stuff. But but, but he has guest artists coming in. I mean, he yeah. has other artists coming in performing but, and doing yeah. this. DMX is just him. It was just him I mean, yelling yeah, and screaming and barking him. and then praying and and, and and taking on the emotional roller coaster yeah, with himself. Yeah, and right. I don't think people realize how 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 powerful that is. How powerful his voice was as an artist, man, and and, and the way that transcended the sports because we about sports. That that dude is my era. That's that hype dude. When you ready to get in the mold, you put DMX on, and you like, yo, I'm I'm ready yeah. to you know I'm yeah. ready to go. Yes, sir. Uh, um, yes, sir. He 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 gets his moment. And Black Rob was that party dude. He was with Bad Boy, so yeah. after we got finished doing, we doing the field, and we go to the club. Black <laughs> Rob was the one that's playing in the club, so we could get down with him. So, I mean, we we lost two, we lost two, uh, like I said, two giant giants in the hip hop industry as far as old school is yeah. concerned. And I wish their family nothing but best, nothing but the best, and hope that they're strong and they, they can get through this, this terrible loss. Definitely, definitely, man. That's uh, uh, I, I, 2020, 2021. We 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 need some sunshine in lives. We need some sunshine. Uh, let me let me ask you something else. I'm I'm gonna switch and go to another sport thing, and we didn't even have yeah. this on the agenda, but okay. Uh, we we ha- we have a boxing conversation coming up at the, at the end, but. This dude Jake Paul. <laughs> this 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 fool Jake Paul is out here doing some things. He he knocking fools out. He got yeah, he got man. some ones yeah, and I mean, twos, right? He got some ones and he, he can he can he knocks out. He got a right he got a right hand. He got a right hand. Let's be, like, if you if you let him hit you, if you let him hit you, I think he he he, he can put something on you. But let's be honest, bro. He ain't fight. He's not fighting nobody. He fights. He fought a basketball. Yeah, he fought a basketball player. He fought a basketball player, and he fought an MM guy. Which the MM guy is a grappler. He's not a boxer. He he tried to box and he lost. Yeah. And then he fought another YouTuber. I ain't taking nothing away from him. that's three wins for him, rightfully so. Because if he was a street fight, he got three dubs. You'd be like, oh, he he could throw. He could got some hands. But in that in that realm where he's in, as soon as he gets in the ring with a true professional, I believe the outcome will be different. I don't think the man's gonna win, but. It, he, I mean, he's doing his thing though. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. I mean, he's getting hits on his YouTube or whatever he's doing. And uh, uh, him, him and his, him and his brother are huge YouTubers. So, so yeah, they, man, they, they, they making six, seven figures just doing their thing and, and all that. But now this guy's branched out into stepping into the ring, and I had to bring it up because it's, it's timely, relevant news of the day. And this, this cat is knocking folks out. I just, hey. I just don't. Okay. Oh, okay. Keep doing it, man. Hey, I'm I'm all for it, man. I mean, I'm, you, you won't get my money. I'm not spending no money to watch yeah, you. No, I just get the mean, highlights but, uh, the next day on ESPN. Of course, and I'm but, not but, gonna pay for it. But 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 if he if he if he continue knock dudes out, man, do your thing. I mean, I ain't knocking no. I'm not. I can't knock no one's hustle. <laughs> uh, uh, um, but I mean, I'm all good. I mean, I'm all good. I just don't. I mean, I, I see his body at work, and that's what I'm saying. His body at work. He hasn't it's, really fought it's a pretty true light. It's still boxer. Pretty light. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's still pretty light. It's, he hasn't fought a true boxer, boxer. But I mean. If if these fools want to keep stepping in the ring with him, these basketball players and, and, mm-hmm. and other YouTubers and all that, hey, I tell them to keep knocking them out. Do, you, do your thing, <laughs> keep beating them up. You know uh, that that's their fault. You know, yeah. so. Uh, but but I, but I, but I do believe, man. If he was if in the entertainment world, in the world of like movies, actors, and YouTubers, 
He probably holding it down though. He probably, mm-hmm. I don't think too many people want to put. Ain't no too many people want to put no hands yeah, on homeboy. No, 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 nobody gonna run up on him when he you know trying to bum rush the club. You know, bouncers be like, go ahead in, brother. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. He, he got his he got his lane. So I don't want to be. I don't, don't want to be on that poster if you knocking me down. But uh, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. see. Uh, again, he he hasn't really uh, stepped in with anyone else. And the reason I brought it up because uh, the dude he fought against Ben Askren. The MMA uh, artist. And never heard talking, of dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he was talking a lot of madness, though. Right? He was talking mm-hmm. a lot, lot mm-hmm. of madness, but he was he was put down in the first round. So, hey. uh, go go ahead, Jake. Do your thing, boy. Yeah, like, yeah, like, man. Like do, you do, said, do, don't, do, yeah, you ain't knocking yeah. nobody's hustle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his hustle, man. Get get down. I, like I told you, if, if them rappers or other entertainers want to step in the ring with dude and they get beat down, don't say nothing because dude got, he got some hands for him. He got some hands. So, it's called it. how you see it, man. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. You know, let's let's talk. Let's keep in in the boxing realm. Let's let's keep in the Rocksman. Now let's let's talk about some 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 real OGs. Let's talk about let's talk yeah. about some, let's talk about some champions who we who we know can do something, right? We've seen do something, man. Uh, these, these brothers was, keep talking, right? They 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 keep talking about I, getting back into it. I love them both. I love them both, <laughs> man. But I do not want to see this fight. <laughs> Man, this is no so so. Let's let's put some context around this for folks who may, may not know. Tyson and Holyfield are going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth about mm-hmm. jumping back into the ring, uh, doing another rematch. Uh, the money was right, then the money wasn't right. Then Tyson's folks got and got into it and said, "Oh no, no, we we not fighting anymore." So woo woo woo, back and forth, blah blah. Now they're saying they're not fighting again. Mm-hmm. Tyson is scheduled, however, to fight someone on May 29th. Who that is, we don't know yet. But what the, the dilemma is right here, should these old cats get back in the ring, hurt themselves just by no. climbing, climbing through the ropes? Can you see? <laughs> could you see? <laughs> I couldn't even see him climbing up the stairs and getting into the ring without without pulling a hammy or something. No, man. Go stick to acting and commentating, yeah. man. Come on. Yeah. I just I want to see Tyson in, in, in some more uh what what is them those those that that uh, show that he was on that that uh, comedy movie? Not the honey. Oh, movies, you, um, you do one of the one to go to the wedding thing. I know, yeah. You, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That's all. That's all. Mike need to be doing, man. He don't need yeah. to be getting hit in the head, yeah. and he don't need to be biting the, uh, Evander's ears off anymore. Nah, nah. You he know what? I, I think I, I, you know, I don't. Want, you know, I don't want to see him fight. To be honest with you, I mm-hmm. don't want to tarnish my image of their legacy with what I have of them. Okay. I I remember when they were gladiators, like back when they was. Yeah. Mike Tyson was knocking out everybody yeah. pre-Robin Gibbons, pre-Robin Gibbons. Yeah. And yeah. When, when Holyfield was doing his thing, fighting Riddick Bow to those epic fights, fighting yeah. all of them. The only old man that got in the ring that deserved it was George Foreman. He was the father time in the, in the ring. That was the only guy that I saw that could do it. True. Everybody else, man, past this certain age, man, just I, – I know I know money's a big deal, obviously. I mean, if I had – if someone was offering me $2 million to get in the ring, I'd get in the ring too. It, it, it is what it is because that's a lot of money to pass up on. But these guys' legacy is so strong and so influential. They can make millions of dollars other ways, being spokesmen, doing those kind of things yeah. outside of the ring and not tarnishing their le- legacy, I believe. So yeah. I, I I don't want to see them fight no more, man. I, I hope it's off. I hope it stays <laughs> off. I hope they turn it all the way off. I hope, and I hope they keep it off. And I hope they let, you know they, they figure out another way to do it. Yeah. I'm ready to see the young cats, the, the Crawfords and all those guys. Those dudes are the ones I'm ready to see get yeah. down. And do their thing because they they're making a real impact in the in the boxing world right now. So, um, yeah, I, I hope they hang it up, brother man. I don't That's I don't want to see well, well again, 
Tyson's talking about he's he's still got something on the calendar on the slate for May 29th that he, he's going to be fighting. But uh, this, I'm not this, watching that either. I, you watching it? Are you going to watch it? <laughs> I'm not paying for it. Now, if, if, if one of my neighbors or somebody wants to buy it, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll steal yes. that cable or nothing. But yeah, 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 you know, yeah, 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 it's I'm interesting fine. that you mentioned about the money because so Tyson was offered as as you see in the story here 25 million dollars for the fight. So yeah, I'm, I'm fighting too. Yeah, I would fight. But he turned it down. Now uh, yeah, I, I, would, I know I Mike has gone through a lot. Mike has had you know bankruptcy. He's had mm-hmm. he, he used to buy stuff like it was going out of style. He'd go out and buy everything cash. He, he'd mm-hmm. have the entourage and you know he'd do all of that and he he did some <laughs> bad things too. Uh, hey, but, hey, speaking of before we'll pause real quick. You know who took me to a Mike Tyson party? Who Nate Sanders? You know, you know Nate? No. Nate Sanders. He's from Sacramento. He's a, he's a good friend of me and Kevin's. Me okay. and Kevin's. Okay. Uh, we, we went to high school. With him. Nate lives in Las Vegas. Nate took me to a Mike Tyson party, man. I was bugging out. <laughs> Nate Nate took me to a Mike Tyson party. So I, I met Mike. I met Mike before. Oh, an, an and actual party where, where Mike was there? No, his party. His house party. Yeah, we went to his party. <laughs> I was bugging out. Yeah, like okay. we went to Mike's party. I heard um, that. Um, we, I met Mike there. We met him at the club. Funny story about Mike Tyson. So we, we are all in the club, right? Yeah. Mike Tyson can't dance. He can't dance at all. <laughs> but but he's in the middle of the club and there's a line of women standing in line to, to dance with him. Yeah. And you know when you're in the club in Vegas, it, you know in the club in Vegas, you're real, you know, it's real tight. There's no right. room because you always gonna bump into people, right? You you constantly cause it's real tight. Man, it was about a six foot circle around here where nobody was around and he dancing in the circle by himself because nobody wanted to get bumped by Mike Tyson. No, they don't they don't want that elbow nope. to come up and hit him. Hey, no, hey, nobody, hey, nobody wanted that smoke. <laughs> nobody wanted that. That was hilarious. But go back. I'm sorry. That was my Mike Tyson story. But no, hey, that's go good. So don't trip. So I think my dad is watching too. So we were actually in Vegas one one year, uh just hanging out. I think it was just a guy's trip and and we were there. And it was a Tyson, the night of a Tyson's fight. And they had the, it was in the MGM. They had the whole line of folks uh, going into where the, the, the fight was. Uh-huh. We didn't know what was going on, but we saw a whole bunch of people with, with fancy clothes on and, and, <laughs> you know, and things like that. So we, we left our slot machines. We were chasing Banner White. We were, we were on the, uh, we were chasing that wheel of fortune, right? Uh, so we, yeah, 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 yeah. we left that. And went and jumped in the line, the entourage line, acting like we were part of the crew, right? Going into <laughs> into the fight. So, you know, we, we stepped in like like we was trying to do something. We got to the door. They was like, uh, y'all got some tickets? Uh-oh. Needless to say, we didn't get into the fight. But for, but for about 100, 100 feet, 100, you know, we, we was definitely part of the two live crew for sure. But uh, that, So that, that's our, as close as, as I've gotten Tyson. So... Um, I I don't know yeah. about this man as, as well. I I don't think this has happened. Um, Mike gonna end up getting upset. He gonna have uh, flashbacks. He gonna try yeah. to like, he <laughs> his other ear off. You know, it's just not a good look, brother. No, nah, it's not a good look. Yeah, it's not a good look at all, man. I, I mean, Mike Mike is my all time favorite boxer because you know we grew up in that era where he yeah. came when he came when he was young. Yeah, but just you know, I don't want to see. I don't want to see Mike. I don't want to see no. Mike do. do I don't want to see. Do I don't, but he, but you know what, but, but be honest with yeah. you. So we don't yeah. want to see it. But if it happens, yeah. because it's who it is, we gonna, I want to know the outcome. We gonna find. Yeah, I want to know the outcome for sure. <laughs> I don't know what watching, but I definitely want to know the it's outcome. One, it's like, one of them train wrecks, right? You like you don't you don't want to. Oh, oh, I don't want to see it. You know, it's one of them yeah, train wrecks. It, but, you know, you don't want to see it, but you you got to know how, what the result is. So that's, yeah, that's man, yeah, man. Hey, hey, to be honest with you, man, Mike Tyson's hands. 
I never met a man a, hand, a man's hands that big before, mm. bro. Like when he shook, when he shook my hand, I got pretty big hands. Yeah, dude's hands is like it wrapped. <laughs> it, it felt like it wrapped twice around my hand and, and slapped me in the face all at once. Like God, no, this dude's hands is big. Yo, don't want him to put them on you. Don't want him. To nah, put nah, on you. bro. Nah, man. I was like, yo, nice to meet you, Mike. <laughs> I just, I'm just thinking about all the all the Jamie Foxx jokes about about Mike Tyson, right? <laughs> oh yeah, and that, and that movie's coming out soon too, right? Is that movie coming out? Didn't didn't Jamie? Yeah, Fox do yeah, it? Jay yeah, Fox yeah, is, yeah. is working on that. So yeah, Jay Fox, shout out to him. He's doing some big things. He's got his new uh, special on Netflix, and he's shooting yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, the Tyson uh, biography, which is sanctioned by Tyson. So he, I know yeah. Mike is working with him on it too. So we'll look forward to seeing seeing that when it when it releases. So. <laughs> Yeah, man. So yeah, he don't need no man. Don't get in the ring, Mike. Just let that legacy yeah, go on and just, live, just, bro. Just man. let it. Just let it go, man. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. turn this next one on over to you, man. I'm, let's go ahead and pivot over to this next story. Uh, this yeah. is about the NCAA transfer rule, no sit out period. You you brought this to my attention, but I definitely want to hear your context and your commentary about this. Right? Absolutely, uh, this is huge. I mean, with people that follow sports, I think. Uh, the old rule was if you transferred, you had to sit out a year in, in college sports, college sports all the way together. So basically, if I was a player at UCLA and I wanted to transfer over to USC, I would have to sit out, sit out a year before I was eligible to play again. That rule no longer exists, exists no more. So now the NCAA has opened it up. It's like free agency. I could be a player at USC. I either don't like what's going on or I'm successful. I want to try my I want to try myself at Alabama. I could transfer over to Alabama. Don't have to sit out and play again. So this changes the whole landscape, I believe, of college sports. And I think you're seeing it a lot right now on ESPN with basketball. College basketball just ended. There's a lot of players that are moving. They were starting on programs. Now they went to other programs. They don't have to sit out no more. They can just transfer that program and go participate and play. I think this is going to change a lot of the landscape of how college football is being branded. You know, um, I think the power fives are going to get stronger. Um, and division ones are going to get stronger because if you are that kid and you, you, you haven't developed and you develop in division two and you think you want to test the grounds of division one, you could transfer up one time without having to sit out and go participate and play right now. Um, the big, the, the one big thing I know of this will affect is going to affect recruiting at some point because now schools will look at lower level schools to recruit from instead of coming to look at junior colleges and high schools. You gotta understand. I can I can go get me a guy that's in the portal that that played at University of Tulsa instead of going to get me a seventeen year old high school kid, and this kid will be able to compete and play right away. So I believe this is going to change the landscape away college football and the makeup of it. Also, college all college sports. I'm sorry, not just football. I always focus on football a lot, but all sports. It will change the landscape the way it is without no sit out rule. So you could just think NCAA that now college sports have now a free agency market, big time, just like the pros. Wow. So do you know of anyone, because again, you're, you're much closer to the uh, athletes, you know, in, in this realm and things like, do, do you know anyone who's probably you know, contemplating this, considering this, that's going to. Take oh yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. The people are already taking it. There's guys already taking it. I think Bo- Boogie Ellison in, in, San, in San Diego, Boogie Ellison, a basketball player that started from Memphis last year, okay. transferred to USC, mm. you know, and he doesn't have to sit out. Doesn't have to sit so out. he's a guy to start with. Yeah, he started in Memphis. Now he'll be transferred to USC to come a little bit closer to home, playing in the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to sit out and gets to rock and roll and go. The the thing that's wrong with that is the kid that USC was going to bring up, or that guy that was on the bench that was going to play, that no longer happens yeah. no more. This guy's yeah. coming over; he's taking his slot. So, what does that do? The guy that was on the bench that thought he was going to play is probably going to transfer somewhere else. 
he's going to go somewhere so he can play. Okay. Um, it's got it's it's got a trickle effect that's kind of going on, and let's be let's keep it all the way one hundred. And I know yeah. Poe Boy like this. It's all about money. Oh yeah. They want they want the top players playing on the top teams so they can generate more money on that TV revenue. So if I can get all the best player, if I can get the landscape of all the best players in college from Division One to Division Three to come up to play all of the Division One level to elevate our game, why not do it? That guy that was the MVP of that Division Three team that just wasn't developed in high school, or we missed out on him, yeah. I can pull him now up to Division One, and now he can play. He can participate, or he can become a backup, or he can be that guy. Now I don't have to backfill myself with high school kids waiting two years for them to participate. I got a guy that's a grown man already that's been in the system and knows how to play the game. So you, you, the dynamic is going to get bigger and more accountable as this this rule goes on, and I think you'll see a lot of guys transferring, wanting to play other places, and go and going there. So, so it's obviously beneficial for the player, right? Because they can make that choice and they can make that move and, and be able to not skip any, you know, miss any steps yep. and, and just get back into it. I want to talk about the, the, the that monetary aspect too, because that that's that's mm-hmm. a huge thing. But what's the negative in this, though? I'm, I'm I'm trying to find out what the negative besides the fact that again that that person who was sitting on the bench and thinking they were going to be yeah. the next one that's coming up and they got to maybe transfer. But where where's the the negative ramification? Is it for the school? Is it for the program? I think I, I think it's negative for smaller programs because now mm-hmm. uh, John Morant, John Morant, who played in Murray State, right, yeah, the basketball yeah. player that, that was drafted. You think the way he was playing in there, he would have been at Murray State for those three years? Mm. The way he was playing, someone would have poached him, took him somewhere, and now Murray State is back in the tank again or back in the hole where they don't make the tournament because John Morant transferred to Louisville to play for, you know, play for one of those guys. I think it's going to be, it's going to really been, it's going to really hurt smaller market schools or schools that are not in the limelight. I think the power five or the power, the guys are in the top 20, they're always going to benefit because people are going to always want to go to those programs. Even though they were at another program, they're going to always want to go to those programs. Now all the smaller schools, it'll be a lesson. So I would just say, I would say, uh, um, the 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 level of talent won't be even. It will never be even anymore. It won't be even any, no more. Um, it will always the transparency talent will not be. It won't be spread evenly. It will be spread very skewed now because guys that are very good at different teams will transfer to those other teams because they will poach them. Those schools will poach them. You know, if you're good, Notre Dame wants you. They're going to come get you. So you so you see super teams starting to get built, huh? Yes, I get, absolutely. I see. I see. College is becoming all star teams now, you know. And whoever got the most money is the ones that can go out, got the bigger reach. Yeah. I mean, let's let's be honest. If you're a starting quarterback on UCLA and I want you on Alabama, hey, you're not winning no championships there. But I think if you come over here, we can win a championship, national championship. Would you come to Alabama? Mm-hmm. I'm going to Alabama. Hey, hell yeah, why not? I'm going to go play for Nick Saban. Yeah. So. So uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, because 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 I'm going to interject and, and before yeah, yeah. I forget it. No, I was saying I was saying got to also think what coach is getting the most guys to the NFL. Guys are going to want to gravitate to that coach and go play mm-hmm. in that team so they can get to the NFL or to the NBA and so on and so on. Go ahead. So talking about the monetary piece, right? I, I know yeah. there's been conversations about actually compensating these athletes, mm-hmm. right? They're, they're, and and it's it's more more serious conversation now about that compensating players for their likeness, compensating them for their Jersey sales, for their being on Madden and all that. I think you're right, right? The, the bigger schools, the, the bigger programs who can afford those kinds of things have a little bit more in their war chest. So maybe even irregardless of the quality of the program, right? So maybe they not, they may not be contenders, but if I could transfer to a Baylor, Mm-hmm. Syracuse, 
UCLA, yeah. X, Y, and Z, and maybe make some yeah. dollars when, when they get through this conversation for my likeness, for my jersey, for me being on the cover of Madden. That can, that's a, that's that can move a, some I, of these players as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even <laughs> and, look at and, that and part. They don't have, you're, you're and they don't right. have to sit out now, right? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I can immediately leave from, no disrespect, Wyoming. I'm just, I don't know yep. why I thought of Wyoming off the top of my head, yeah. but no, no, just leave from there, leave from Tennessee, Wyoming, wherever, and, and go to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Go to Be Massachusetts. Market. Yeah, yeah. New York. Well, and you also, now, but see, now you also have to pay attention to coaches' relationships with kids. Yeah. Because, you know, hey, I was recruiting you, James, yeah. but you decided to go over there, but, you know, it ain't quite working out there. I'm over here. Hey, James, come over here and ball for me now. Come play for me now. You know, look at where we're in right now. You know, come, come, come play with me. And, or, do you get to a point where, change. yeah, or do you get to a point where you're like uh, 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 in Michigan? You know, Michigan's always a great, great program. Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. you're Jim Harbaugh, who has a lot of influence on a lot of places, yes. Harbaugh hasn't a successful team. Yes. Can he say like, you know what? Now I can go comb any team. I can comb every team in this existing wow. right now. I'm like, let Think me get all that. your players and come to Michigan. Think about that. Play, come to go, Michigan. Go, play in the Big Den. With, ooh, yeah, That's, come yeah. play here. Come play in yeah. front of hundred thousand people right now. I want you. You're, you're you're the player of the Mountain West. I want you to come play for me now, and you don't have to sit out. So. It's man, I, I I don't I like it. I like the rule. Me personally, I like the rule because I don't think kids should be shackled to a team, especially if the coaches get to leave or it's a situation you don't mm-hmm, like. Mm-hmm. But I don't like the rule is because I believe the guys with money or the, the schools with money or the schools with a lot of influences can really corner the market of talent and bring guys into their program. You know what, and, and make it and, and not and the talent won't be dispersed across the whole field. So, like I said, small schools are going to suffer a lot, I believe. And I hate I hate to mention this school. I hope it doesn't, but Boise State. Boise State is going to be a team that's probably going to suffer because Boise State is, is notorious for recru- having top-notch talent. But now when that talent reaches to a certain point, you know, hey, do you want to play in Boise? Do you want to play in L.A.? Do you want to play in Boise? Do you want to play in Texas? I mean, literally, a coach could call you and be like, "Do you want? where, where do you want to play? Because I see you as a player, James. You can come over to Texas. You can be my starting running back next year. So do you that's really want to stay in Boise? an unfair conversation to have for, for some of these places just based on geography. I, I, I mean, but it's just an un Boise it is. versus Los Angeles. I mean, just again, yeah. for, for all of these teenagers and all these athletes that yeah. are saying, you know what, now in today's world, they're building their own brands. They're talking about making yeah. money. They're talking about doing their mm-hmm. thing. God, I, I could, they, could, they feel they can do so much more at some of those Top ten yeah. locations, man. That, that's that's just. And, and also, you got to think: what if you're going from a, a school that's a non-power five to a power five school? Yeah. I mean, now, now the schools. You know how we have those Cinderella teams every year. Let's say basketball. Yeah. The Cinderella teams, like the Butlers and all those guys, and mm-hmm. and you got that one player on there, and you're like, man, he can come over here and Duke, and he can ball next year. He, can, I think he can be my starting guard next year. Butler no longer will have that point guard, and he's going to go to Duke and go play. And like you said. On the flip side of that, he'll make more money for his likeness. He'll make more money for the video games and all that stuff. Um, stipends to be a little bit better because he's going to a bigger program. All that stuff is included and inclusive for him transferring. So, again, the smaller schools, the smaller market schools, I believe are the ones that are going to suffer the most. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, I don't think there's going to be a Cinderella team no more. Those things are – those things I don't think will happen as much because – if I'm a big time program and I'm losing, well, I'm just gonna go scour. I'm scouring them to care. I'm gonna get all these kids and try to get them to come here. So now I think I think for schools are recruiting now 24 seven. Not only high school kids and JC kids, they're recruiting all the other teams as well. Players on every other team around the country. That backup D tackle in Alabama who hasn't playing. Hey, you know what? But you can come benefit me over at University of Tulsa 
or Oklahoma State. Wow. Or you can come benefit me over at Wyoming. So now I know you're not playing there. You can come here and play. You'll be a top player on our team. Might be a first-round pick or get in the draft because you'll have such a big season with us. Actually get yourself in the film and some – Yeah, some, get some, some, exactly. Some you can get on the film. So yeah. It's going to be a lot of – it's going to be a lot of moving. And I, and I think the thing that we get, we've got to feel in this, this COVID thing, the portal, yeah, that's alive and breathing right now. That's going to be – that's it. That's where everything is going to live from now on because players are going to go on that portal and, and get swooped on out fast as can be. Crazy. And make – and make these teams power. So it's all it's good and bad, man. It's just like free agency when we when we talk about NBA and NFL. Uh, we be like, oh man, he's leaving the program. Oh yeah, well now it's gonna start happening in the colleges, and that's indicative of kind of what high school. You know how these kids transfer high schools to go chase rings and do all that stuff. Well now seeped on over to the college ranks now, transfer where you want to go play. So uh, it is what it is, man. We in a whole different era. Man, it's uh it's gonna be fun to watch, but I, th- I think there's gonna have to be some type of uh. <laughs> I think it's going to get out of hand. Just uh, it, it, it's just just too many positives than negatives, and I think there's going to have to there's going to be some type of oversight board or something to come in and say, you know, you, you, maybe you, you you can't do X, Y, and Z when you when you move over either for the player or for the program or something because I I don't see any negatives to it. Right again mm-hmm. for for the individual player and, yeah. and and if if they decide to transfer, they decide to move, they decide to do all of that, and immediately next semester they get to play. Yeah. Uh, there, there, there's got to be something that the NCAA has got has got to step in and say, man, now we we got way too many. Everyone wants to go to Los Angeles. No, we can't have that. <laughs> well, 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 so, you, you, but they, they will be doing it because they got limited spots, right? Because you only got yeah. certain players to play on the yeah. team. Which I get that, but what I'm saying is now, a team like you said, let's use Wyoming for example, or Fresno State. That baller that was in the Mountain West, which is not a Power Five conference, yeah. I can go poach him and say, now let's go do play in the Pac-12 because I think you're going to be a valuable player for us. Mm-hmm. That makes Fresno State drop even more because they're not as good anymore. This player moves on up and plays. Now he's making more money, so it's advantageous for him. It okay. makes that school okay. – it makes that Power 5 remain a Power 5. I got you. Okay. Because he keeps getting the great players. He keeps poaching these players from all these good programs to make his program good. So I, it's just a money thing, man. It's yeah. money. It's money. Yeah. They want They want those top schools to continue to be top. And if kids want to continue to go there, let them go there. Why? Why stop them? We win as fans, so it's all good. All good. <laughs> all all good. gravy. All I gravy love, for us, man. I love it. I love it. Uh, talk to me about. Let's let's go ahead and wrap wrap up here. Talk to me about what we got coming up. Hopefully next week. I, I know you you trying to pull some strings. You trying to turn yeah. over some rocks to to get someone to come in here to to talk to us. Um, yeah, next, I'm trying to get my book. I'm trying to get a good friend of mine, Dante Lee. Uh, yeah. He's a writer. He's a writer. He writes for the Big Ten, um, freelance writer for the Big Ten. I want to get him in because the draft is coming up next week. Yeah. Matter of fact, while our show is going on, the draft will be going on. Yeah. I believe the draft will be going on. So um, I want to kind of get this inside of kind of what he's looking for, what players are looking for, who to look out in the Big Ten. Um, you know, Chris Olave, obviously, he, he opted out. You know, just talk about those things like Chris Olave, who was going to be a top pick, but he opted to go back in. Talk about Justice Field. Uh, talk about mm-hmm. everything that's going on in that mm-hmm. Big Ten and kind of give his perspective on – Guys that are being picked or have been picked by the time we have our show, and kind of get his his perspective on how good they how good they are and how they will fit in there with the new teams. So uh, yeah. hopefully not taking join. Yeah, I think that'll be a good a good show. Yeah, it's a good point. I want I want we may need let, let's let's talk offline. We may want to reschedule the show too, just to make sure we catch all of the context of what's going on, so so we can mm-hmm. make sure that we we position that news. Um, yep. 
so ho- yeah, hopefully, so let's let's work on that. See if we can get that brother to come on and and shed mm-hmm. some enlightenment from from his perspective. Let me ask you one thing: do you, do you have a uh, you got one of these? You got you a buy me a coffee? Nah, man, you you look, popping up all kind of new things on me, man. What's going I, on? I'm not I'm not playing, brother. Look, I'm I'm, I'm tr- out here trying to get this. I'm trying to get this uh, get this thing going. I, I yeah. need you to set up a buy me a coffee account. So okay. you, so you can get a little love, a little sponsorship, a little support from from your from your circle. Um, Got you. I'm on it. I'm it, on it. That doesn't cost you anything, and as uh-huh. long as you providing content and 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 information that's relevant to folks, uh, they show you a little love. You don't if you don't drink coffee, it's okay. You you, you can go yeah. use the money for a pizza or something. You can go use the hey, money man. for for a milkshake. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. But uh, we're gonna reinvest, man. We're gonna put it all in the show. I'm but I'm yeah. definitely give me a buy me a coffee dot com. Yeah, yeah that, 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 definitely do that because I don't wanna just you know, I don't wanna be selfish and just be throwing mine up there, you know, and, and I don't have nothing to show for you. So I definitely want you to go out there. Here, here's your action items and your deliverables until we meet next time. Go out there and get you I got, a I'm, I'm with you, I'm with you on that. I'm definitely with you on that one, man. So um uh, we can wrap it on that, yeah. man. I'm gonna get my buy me a coffee account. Yeah, and, and we, we <laughs> We ready to rock and roll. Yes, sir. Well, and so hold on. So the reason that I say yeah. that because I oh. folks that that are watching, listening, and even on on the after show who are probably going to catch it on the podcast, I really want to take this venture to another level, right? I really think that there's a before show that we talk about between Montella and myself, and where we're 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 hashing about talking about the topics. Make sure that we get the, the show flowed together, and then I think we should start doing an after show. So. Off camera, just pull together some folks that are key contributors, key supporters, and just really digest some of the information that we talked about. Look, we talked about the whole Minnesota thing. I mean, there, there, there's a lot of still open wounds, scabs, and, and conversations mm-hmm. still need to happen. So we, we could move over to another room off camera and just, just have that dialogue and have that conversation. So I'm, I'm pitching this to you live on screen on there. We hadn't even talked about it, but then these are the types of things that I think about late in the, in the evening when I should be asleep. But I uh-huh. really want, I really want to take this, this infocast to a whole nother level to have more dialogue with our audience to, to where we we can help and we can provide some, some, some real uh, value to, to yes. the folks that are, that are tuning in. So, and, and the buy me a coffee kind of feeds into that because it's going to be our supporters that are going to have access to that back channel conversation, huh? I'm, I'm I'm all with it, man. I, catch, I think I think. Up, hey, can you can you I, catch I, I, what I'm throwing down? I, I mean, you pitch it to me, and I'm swinging. I'm trying to hit that home run with you, man. I, I, I'm, I'm not throwing curves. I'm just throwing change ups. Man, you can hit them. You keep your so, eyes. No, on man. I, I I believe that's a great idea. I believe yeah. I'm. Me and you both are men that like to listen yeah. and take what other people's opinion and digest it and be able to formulate our opinion, whether we change it changes or not. But just to have that dialogue so we can learn from each other. I'm all for it. On the camera, off the camera, yeah. in person, not in person. Buy me a coffee. I'm, I'm down. I want to, you know, we got, we got, I'm, I'm definitely down because yeah. I truly believe that's just the way we can all learn. And like you said, that's the way we, we, we kind of start those conversations about uh, what's going on in our society. And this is outside of sports as well, just what's going on in our society and how it affects us as individuals, then how it expands to our family, to our community, and so on and so on. So. I I'm all nothing, with it. I got nothing else to say. That's how we're going to end. The social impact of sports. Shouts out to Team No Sleep. Montel, be good to yourself, brother. You too, Maria. We out.